Hello and welcome to the Move the Line Prop Drop Show presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. I am Ryan Noonan back to talk about the best way, the most profitable way to bet on NFL football, and that is through player props. We are live here 2 p.m. Eastern every Friday on the 4 for 4 Bets YouTube channel. We're here to give you our favorite player props and take your questions too. So if you're hanging out with us now on YouTube, jump in the chat, let us know what your favorite week 14 prop is on the board or Perhaps you have a thought on something that's not out there currently, anything like that. We'll try to get to as many as possible at the end of the show. As you know, you're here last week, things got off the rails a little bit too. So you have any other you know, life advice questions, we're obviously prepared, um, probably prepared, I think, to uh, to handle that for you as well. So let us know anything you want there in the chat. Joining us live on YouTube is the best chance to get the same number uh, and price on these props. They move very quickly. If you prefer the podcast version, you should be able to find that in your podcast feed Later on Friday evening, subscribe to either, to both, so you don't miss a show. It's free content, supporting it with thumbs up, subscribing, all those things go a long way in helping us out. Joining me here, as always, Connor Allen. Connor, what's going on today, buddy? Not much. Uh, you know, accidentally fired one off in the Discord right before this, so uh, a little desktop action. <laughs> you know, it's a little bit brutal there, but uh, it's amazing how often the shift enter key doesn't work in Discord. But we're here, we're live, the props will still be good to go, and I'm excited uh you know, we got a new guest this week, you know, kind of looks the same as slop with a beard, but, uh, <laughs> you know, it's, uh, and Daigle, you know, we got like a little combo here, a little morphed combo between Daigle slop, our buddy over at uh fantasy pros and betting pros, Derek Brown, Derek, uh, how's life, man. Oh boys. This is a good time, man. This feels like kind of like, uh, we're getting around the holiday season when you walk into the Christmas party and you see the cousins you haven't seen in a few years, you give them a big hug and you say, all right, who's pouring the first round of shots. That's how I feel like today, boys. I mean, it's been a good time. We haven't talked props and betting. Shit, Connor, since it's been last year. You and yeah, me were on what we're on a spaces, I think. And Noonan, I haven't seen your ugly mug in a it's been a minute, man. <laughs> I, I, much love, boys. I mean, I'm just here to have a good time um and talk some football, man. So thank y'all for having me. You know, it's almost like a, a proud parent moment, you know, like you know. <laughs> So, you know, we, we worked together years ago back at, uh, yeah, Noonan you know, taught me what DFS was basically <laughs> rest in peace, TQE, Ugh. um, yeah. very long time ago, uh, no longer there, but I remember when, you know, Derek started there and like, Hey, it was season long guy grinding his tail off and you just absolutely, again, like, you know, pump his tires. Debra does not need me to pump his tires per se, but hard work pays off. Uh, Debro grinds his tail off, so it is awesome to see that he's in a spot with a platform and an audience that can consume the love and passion that he has for this sport. And I'm just excited to have you and to have you here and to talk shop with you this week. And I'm glad that you're kicking ass, man. It's awesome to see. Love to see. I love it, man. You you know I got much love for both y'all. I mean, all from the way back. Like we could go down memory lane and and share a bunch of stories here and stuff, but like. Huge shout out to both y'all. I mean, y'all been in the betting game for years, man, like, and just crushing it, you know? So to see both y'all land at four for four, I mean, really the, the end result of what we all want to do in life is do things we love, which check and work with our friends. And I know both y'all are doing that, living the dream and stuff, and I'm doing the same damn thing, man. So major props to y'all shout out, man. I mean, look, like I said before, you'd have taken this back about what was it, five, six years ago at TQE, boys? Like, didn't know a shit thing about betting, didn't know anything about DFS, and 
lots of hours and time talking to really smart individuals like yourselves uh, to learn it, man. So I'm just happy to be here, man. And I'm here so I don't get fined. So it's a good day. <laughs> Folks, can go over to uh, Fantasy Pros, check out the primer. Again, like no matter what you're really doing in terms of like football speculation, uh, D-Bros primer basically breaking down at length, game by game. Um, you're going to be able to find some tidbits that are relevant for your season-long league. If you're playing DFS, if you're looking to build some prop cards, uh, the primer is a great way and a free resource for you to check out. So definitely check that out. You probably already found Debro on Twitter at Debro underscore FFB. You can see that here uh, if you're watching live on YouTube as well. So a uh, reminder, two episodes of Move Line each week. This is Prop Drops on Friday. Our game previews uh, with Clark, Connor, and myself are uh, 3 p.m. Eastern on Wednesdays as well. If you want to get more into sides and totals, uh, futures a little bit. We talked about this week too. Now we're in December. You can check that out again. You will get that by subscribing to this podcast or this show on YouTube. The betting sub is where you want to be to get all the official plays. And that gives you access to all that we do at 4 for 4. It is massively discounted because, again, we are in December. Uh, the betting subscription is going to get you all of our NBA plays as well. We're betting live NBA stuff every day. You want all those tools and all that stuff as well. You want to get in the Discord. Uh, check it out. Head over to 4for4.com slash plans. The way we're basically discounted right now, a monthly sub typically is around is $59 a month. Uh, right now we're $59 for the rest of the year. So you're basically at a buy one month, get two for free. Uh, head over to the website. You can find more information here in the show notes as well. Again, 4for4.com slash plans. These are live lines, no stale bread. These are things that you could bet on right now that are available for you. Uh, Connor, again, typically we'll hit submit right now uh, to a play. That'll get pushed out to the subscribers want to reward our subscribers, give them access to these lines that move very quickly a little bit before you do. Uh, just kind of a freeloader taking in the show for free. We appreciate that you're here. But we want to take care of the people that take care of us as well. Uh, Connor, the floor is yours, though. You get us started here with week 14. Yeah, so as I mentioned earlier, I kind of accidentally popped this one, but it's still around. So we are in good spot here. And I like this a lot. Josh Allen here to go over his rushing prop of 32 and a half rushing yards. You find this on FanDuel, DraftKings, Caesars, basically anywhere you bet. Um, so with Joe Brady took over as offensive coordinator, he's 14 rushing attempts in two games. Also now draws the Chiefs. We've talked about this relentlessly on the show for years now. Quarterbacks in high leverage situations who already scramble tend to do more so in bigger games. So like playoffs or, you know, Josh Allen against the Chiefs. TJ Hernandez did a study on this showing that's statistically true in the playoffs. And it's it, Proves true in the regular season as well. Again, in big games here. Josh Allen has played against the Chiefs five times. He has 88, 68, 59, 42, and 32 rushing yards against them in those games. In the playoffs overall, he's cleared 50 yards in five of his eight games. And if you look at the opposite or the opponent here, the Chiefs have played against basically just two mobile quarterbacks. Justin Fields in week three, who got the 47 rushing yards despite not having very many designed runs at the time. And the only other mobile quarterback they played against was Jalen Hurts, who did clear 30 yards, but then had multiple kneel downs at the end. And he's been banged up. Like he's been like hobbled. So, uh, you know, I think this is a great spot here for Josh Allen to go well over his rushing prop and, uh, you know, get going here. I tailed him in there with you. Uh, I think it's a great look. Uh, where are you at, D-Bro? Any thoughts on uh, no, I love the this bet. change? And love yeah. this bet. I mean, really, I, I was out there talking about how Ken Dorsey was a fake sharp for weeks, man. I did not like the way that they were. It, it came to a lot of different things, like that entire uh, offensive situation, the personnel, the way they were utilizing guys, the fact that they were talking about Let's not use Josh Allen's trump card of rushing. Like, that came out early in the offseason. They're like, yeah, we're going to dial it back. It's like, what are you doing? You, you, you try to create equations and problems for the defense to solve. Yeah, just take one away. Take one away. It's all good. 
then no, no problem. He's going to sit back in the pocket. He's not going to run. So I never understood it, man. So, no, I'm totally in with this. I love this. I just uh, went and live bet this just now, too. Love it. It's, you hear like the, you know, we get like December talk at this time of year, right? And like the, the, that might not be a thing anymore necessarily as, turn, as it relates to Derrick Henry per se, right? But the, the overall concept of like wearing a team down, wearing them down in a game. And then you have the combination of like the Bills are in the back against the wall mode, right? Like they are six and six. They need to get this done. You can't like, if you want to manage Josh Allen's beating early in the season, Theoretically, I get it. I don't think it is optimal for you to win football games. And I think that's the point Debra was making here. But I also think like you don't have that luxury anymore. You need to go out and play all your cards. And that involves Superman being Superman and tucking and running sometimes. And this is a spot for him to do it for sure. Regardless of the game state, I think it's a fantastic look. So um, and Connor thought I was on it too because he messaged me to make sure I wasn't. So that's how we knew we were in the same spot. I'm like, yeah, well, that, that, that's that's how I, I messaged both of you. And then Noonan was like, I ain't sharing nothing with y'all. And I was like, well, you know, I mean, that's fine. We all got choices well, to make. I mean, betting Pat's overs is one of those. So, you know, it's true. <laughs> it's too soon, man. They won last night. Uh, Connor knows I was tilting pretty hard. I wanted, Oh, I'm I sure won. you were pissed off, dude. Like, oh, that's, great. that's wonderful. Take us out of the May and Caleb sweet sakes. Yeah, like, right. But, hey, you do have hope, Doonan, in that if you watch the first half, I mean, Al Michaels and Herb Street caped up hard for Bailey Zappi. Like, I hear he's going to be an eventual Hall of Famer considering how he played that first half. So, there <laughs> is hope. You do have a franchise quarterback. Oh, I mean, we, yeah, it's, no, one wants, <laughs> no one wants to cheer for a Patriots fan to have any good come in their life. Yeah, uh, no fair. one wants us to have a top two pick. So, I get it, too. Uh, I just... It's the first time I've had like Patriot related emotions in a couple of years. And I was saying to Connor, I'm like, it felt like a playoff loss. Like that's the, like the feeling that I had in the stomach last night where it's like, this is, we're losing. And now we have to, we have the jets in like week 18 and we got to lose that game against the jets to ensure that we get to where we're going to be. Your ambivalence towards the Patriots these days is exactly how I feel about the saints. Like everybody's like, Oh, you're tilting their loss. Cause I'm, you know, I mean, at my heart, if I got to pick fandom for any team, it's the saints, but I'm like, no, nah, we're going to suck for two to three years. Derek Carr is going to stay there. Cause sent to a contract they can't get rid of. And I'm like, it is what it is. I'll see y'all in 2027. Mm -hmm. I yeah. want nothing more for the Patriots to, to like sit in that, like five to seven range and take like an offensive tackle or some shit and run back. Yeah. And zappy. Just or trade down and trade down pain for 20 more years. Like, you know, I would just love nothing more. You, our buddy Rahul, just massive Patriots fans. Just, you know, you need a little, oh. bit, of, need a little bit of dirt. Trade back and get a D tackle. Oh, that would be, <laughs> yeah. that would be so, so glorious. Good. So good. Oh my gosh. You guys, you guys done? <laughs> <laughs> I, I can go another five, 10 minutes. I mean, I don't know how much air time we got, but I mean, you know, it's all good. Mm, yeah, it's painful last night. But uh, oh, all right, I'm gonna give the floor back to you, D bro. Uh, first look here for you uh, for the week 14 sleep, dude. What are are all these books drunk? Like it, Justin Jefferson's line opens in the 60s. Are we just expecting him to play half the snaps? Like I, I don't I don't understand where this line is. Like you can go bet this right now. Like I'm taking the over everywhere I can. Like give me alt yards. Give me all this freaking smoke. But you can get the over if you want a straight bet at 65 and a half, minus 120 at Bet MGM right now. But you go to DK, you can bet the alt yards. Like, tell me how in the hell in the year 2023 I can get plus money 
on the over 74.5 receiving yards for Justin Jefferson. How is that possible, guys? Like, so if you can find a spot to ladder this, this is the stairway to heaven this week. That That's what I'll call it. Because the fact that this line opened as low as it is, you have the ladder possibilities with it. If it's out there, do it. Do it now. You're going to be plus money, and we're not even talking about Justin Jefferson having to eclipse 100 yards, 90 yards. I, 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 not the mortgage, but damn near close to the mortgage. Like, this is this is insane to me. But you tell me if I'm wrong, guys. Like, I don't understand this at all. Well, five and a half receptions, too, is uh, very, very appealing. This is typically like seven and a half. We've, had, we've seen eight and a half from him this season. And I, so I know that we, you know, the change, we have him coming off of a hammy, and we have a, a quarterback change for sure. But, like, I mean, this is telling me we should have been betting Kirk Cousins MVP uh, at this rate. If, like, Cousins is is this impactful for, for J-Jeff stuff. I mean, Connor, any thoughts on uh, Jefferson opening up so low? Yeah, no, I, I like the alts if you want to play it specifically because I think that, like, I totally agree with Debro, and I don't think that they, they would come back, that he would come back if he wasn't, like, 95%, like, 100% healthy, basically. So – like at this point, like he's going to be healthy. He's playing against a Raiders secondary that's trash. Like I think that they're going to, you know, have plenty of success there. So it's just a matter of like, maybe we're missing something. Maybe we don't know something. So I prefer you're going to bet it bet like the 80 plus 90 plus at like plus money. Cause I, I mean, we haven't projected for like 75 and that's, you can get plus money on that. Like Derek was saying. So I'd almost rather take that than like a 65, 66. Over 108.5 is plus 500. I'm wow. I, that's, I, that's I, I don't even know. Uh, what to say to that. And and to add on top of this, if anybody pulls up the season-long statistics for the Raiders secondary, they have played a litany of just terrible quarterbacks. All that has been massively puffed up. If you look at the actually good quarterbacks they played, so Jared Goff, Mahomes, and Tua, they have ripped them in half. 8.1 yards per attempt, 104 pass rating, 86% adjusted completion rate. All of this screams to bet all the overs for Justin Jefferson, as well as he came out and said, look, like I had all these grandiose, like, like as far as what I wanted to achieve this season, I just want to get to a thousand yards. That's still possible guys. Like he needs over the last few games, he needs 429 yards to get to hit a thousand yards for the season. This game is a wonderful jumping off point for that. Look, we forget he almost played in that Bears game before the bye. And now we had the bye, and now we're here. So, like, you know, if you have any real concern, I just don't feel your concerns should be, I guess, quarterback related. And I think that those are pretty thin concerns, especially in this matchup, right? So, um, yeah, same game parlay, you know, bang that uh, Nate Hobbs tackles over uh, and bring it back with J. Jeff. You're just, you know, the, the pleasure you're going to get when J. Jeff catches the ball and Hobbs brings him down. It's just, it's a feeling that I can't even explain to you. I can't wait for my children to explain it or like feel Christmas it. Christmas morning. Oh my gosh. It's just the, uh, and Nate Hobbs is such a dog, such a dog. So yeah, uh, good stuff there. I like the alts too, uh, Connor. I think that's a good point. All right. Uh, I wasn't going to share my stuff with you guys because I already had your stuff. So then I knew there was no, redundancy. <laughs> there was no redundancy. And that's really what we're concerned with, right? Theoretically is we don't yeah. want to be stepping on each other's toes. Now I thought it was a concern because. I want to take in the primer. I'm telling you guys to go out here and read the primer. The cover boy, the primer this week is none other than the goat himself, Michael Pittman. We're just we're going right back to the well 
keep it simple, stupid is what my mom used to tell me all the time growing up. And I want to keep it simple. We went back here. What are we doing at six and a half receptions for Michael Pittman anymore? It is minus 120 on Fanatics, 122 on FanDuel, which is more widely available. Um, he has eight or more receptions in five straight. He's averaged about 12 targets per game over that stretch. He has at least eight catches in nine of 12 games this season. We don't even need him to get eight. Remember, we're just, we need seven here. So uh, this price is beat out a little bit in DraftKings and Caesars. Six and a half is a little bit more expensive. But you can play eight plus. Again, he's done it in nine of 12 games. Eight plus on FanDuel is plus 144. Uh, this is a great price comparatively. It's plus 108 on Caesars. I think 125 on uh, on ESPN. Cam Taylor-Britt is out for the Bengals. That matters, I think, quite a bit too. Uh, DJ Turner has been absolutely cooked all season long. Looking at the PFF coverage grades, he's 105th out of 129 corners in coverage rate this season. Pittman has like five inches on him. Um, Height-wise, I mean, I don't know what else. I don't want to speak to DJ Turner in a, in a bad way, but um, he's going to take care of business here. This is just Pittman is absolutely eating targets. Love this game up in tempo. These Shane Steichen games just produce a ton of plays. Love Pittman here. Debro, he's your cover boy. Talk to me about Pittman. Dude, I Pittman has been eating volume. I mean, just set your clock and forget it. 12 plus 14, 16 targets, like a weekly. I said this on one of the earlier shows, uh, the betting pros of Fantasy Bros earlier this week, but I mean, he's just basically discount Keenan Allen. The volume that he's seeing on a weekly basis is ridiculous. I love how you, what, what you brought up here, um, Noonan, about the pace of that game because it surprised me. So with that game, because in the primer, I try to cover pace and stuff like that because we want play volume. Everybody says volume is king. Play volume is what leads you to the championships and leads you to overs. And in this game, like looking at it, like, come on, man. Like you're telling me that since Jake Browning took over, the Bengals have basically treated this like nothing's changed at all. They rank fourth in neutral pace, 10th in neutral passing rate. So that's going to be there. And on the other side for the Colts, we're talking about the Pittman overs. Like Gardner Minshew is the starter since week six. They rank first in neutral pace. Like this game is going to be a play volume extravaganza. So yes, like give me the Pittman overs. Give me downs overs. Like I'm going to chase a lot of overs in this game because the play volume is going to be there, even if the efficiency is not. Yeah, and we had weather concerns early in the week in this place, and it's it's kind of seems to be a little bit less of a concern here. It looks like you maybe have a little bit of light rain, maybe, maybe not, but winds don't Which seem to be much of a concern. We know that doesn't matter if, it, if it's just Correct. light stuff. Like, people get so yep. crazy about that stuff, and we're just like, <laughs> have fun. Yeah. And I like the, you know, the lower A dot stuff has been working for Pittman, too, in terms of, like, receptions, and that's why I'm leaning, and I typically do. You know, if you hung out with us for the last few years, I'm typically going to play volume base plays. I think they're more predictable and sticky. Uh, so give me the receptions here. I don't, you can catch them and fall down and have 35 yards. I don't care. He's going to catch a, a crap ton of balls here and, uh, and get it done for us again. So last week we, you know, our chat was all tilted. We didn't have any Michael Pittman, you know, no receptions or nothing really happened early. And then all of a sudden you know, we get another game with, you know, 11 catches and 16 targets. And it just, it's inevitable. It's inevitable. It's happening. All right. Debro, this is the part of the show where we get a little bit spicy. It was kind of, you know, we want to go a little bit off the board. We want to get a little bit, you know, a little bit fun for people. Same game parlays. We're playing around with some, uh, you know, poorly correlated parlays where the, you know, the prices go berserk. Connor introduced us into round robining uh, alts last week. Just again, this is what this is. This is 
what this section is for. This is we got real, real wonky. Uh, Connor, floor is yours. I'll kick us off with the uh, spice here for uh, week 14. Yeah, we're just going to focus on one game today, um, but I do think that you can mix in two games. Uh, I think this Cowboys-Eagles game is going to get hot. I think it's going to be electric. Um, we have this Cowboys offense here that is passing way over expectation. They are attacking teams downfield. And this Eagles secondary has just been rinsed downfield. I mean, like routinely on the outside. C.D. Lamb is going to crush. Dak Prescott's passing props already at 295, which is outrageously high. But I think you can take it 325 plus. I think you can go higher. Um, and then you pair that with some Jalen Hurts passing props. Um, you can pair that with A.J. Brown because we're going to see Dallas play a lot of man coverage. A.J. Brown excels against man coverage. Like There's a couple of different ways you can attack it. Maybe Dallas Goddard props are really low. I know he's just coming back. But, I mean, this could be a, a good good play as well. So, I think mixing in like four or five of you know those plus an alternate over. I mean, we're looking at the total here, 51 and a half. Throw in a 59 and a half plus, 60 plus. Uh, you know, I think we're going to see a game in the 30s here, back and forth, lots of touchdowns. So uh, I love this game as like a point to attack here for some same game parlays. And the other one that was like honorable mention was like Chiefs Bills. That's a little bit of a hot take. I was arguing with Daigle last night. He's on the under. Um, I'm on the over there. Um, he hates fun. I mean, not, not a surprise there. Um, so, you know. Um, but yeah, that's the other one I think that you can mix in some props as well. Yeah, I mean, look at 52. We talked about it in the, the game preview show, like at this state of the NFL season, what we see on the board in terms of totals, a 52, 52 and a half, 53, like that jumps out like a 60 back in the day, theoretically. Like it's just, it <laughs> yeah. feels so, so bizarre. We're hanging out in the upper 30s for the most part. So yeah, I'm, I'm in on all those things and probably have some other stuff uh, of a similar vein uh, here coming up shortly. Uh, Debra, what do you got, buddy? Where are we getting spicy? Um, so I, I threw in here that and I'm just going to bring his name up a little bit later, but I, I, I'm throwing a curveball here. We're going to take all the damn alts for uh, Gabriel Davis this week. I'm all in on Gabe Davis. I think that he's going to crush. If you look at all the coverage data for Gabe Davis, um, and I'm looking at DK right now, you can get the <laughs> You can get the over for 46 and a half at 135. 55 and a half goes to 205. 74 and a half goes to plus 500. Give me all that damn action. Give me all the smoke. I'm here for it, man. Because the thing about, and, and I'm not even going to like the, the ghosts of Christmas past. I'm not talking to you about like, okay, I know everybody's going to listen to this and watch this back and say, he's just going to the Gabe Davis stuff, a playoff history and stuff. No, that's not it at all. If you look at this Kansas City secondary outside of Legeria Sneed, They've been terrible, man. Like, he has been good. He has locked down every number one wide receiver, shadows them every single week. So, Stefan Diggs, you want to take Gunders for him? Have fun. Totally with that. But as far as Gabe Davis, man, we need to be chasing the overs for this. Kansas City, over the last few weeks, have been struggling as a pass defense versus deep passing since week nine. 10th highest yards per attempt, third highest pass rating, seventh highest adjusted completion rate to deep passing. What does this all mean? It's back to Gabe Davis, baby. And even if you wanted to look at the coverage type, so like since week nine, Casey is utilized too high at the highest rate in the NFL. And what I want to mention about coverage data is people are like, well, you need to look at the man coverage. Look at this. Look at that. You're tossing out things that we need to chase and use as actual data points for things that teams run at like 30% of their damn snaps. Is that really something that's going to help you out a lot? Maybe you run pure and it works out fine for you. But I'm telling you right now, KC, 74.3% of defensive snaps and too high. They're going to live in that the entire game. 
Gabe Davis since, and I went back and I looked at this, not just from a, because we have the OC change. We have Khalil Shakir becoming a full-time part of this offense, Dalton Kincaid. So I wanted to drill down to the last five games to look at all of this, this ecosystem of how the Bills offense is right now versus too high. Gabe Davis leads them in deep targets. So bing, we got that working for us. Against uh, too high over the last few weeks, 32% air yard share. I talked about these bad cornerbacks. So outside of Legereus Sneed, okay, tell me, stop me when I talk about somebody that's actually good at covering wide receivers here, boys. Trent McDuffie's, I, Trent McDuffie's a dude. Huh? Trent McDuffie's a dude. Uh, Trent McDuffie's been a dude who's been cooked over the last few weeks. So, I mean... He he's dude. Um, he's, he's also not going to be any. He's also not going to be anywhere near. No, 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 no. Uh, he he's for the next yeah. prop that I, we'll talk about in a second. But yeah. with with these two outside guys, so basically outside of Legereus Sneed, the other corners they they Legereus Sneed takes one side of the field or, or shadows their number one wide receiver. They've run a tandem of uh, Jalen Watson and Joshua Williams on the other side for KC. These two guys together have allowed seven receiving touchdowns 66 percent catch rate allowed by joshua williams 60 percent for watson both of them are eclipsing 117 pass ratings in their coverage it's gabe davis week boys bet those alls let's go i like it hey why let's not pretend that the playoff game didn't happen why do we have to pretend that it didn't happen it happens I'm them. just look. I'm just telling for the people out here that we're talking about <laughs> we're working with outdated information in the year 2023 you can still burn the KC secondary, just not Legereus Sneed. The the chat has uh you know very mixed opinions right now. Uh Derek, we got uh Capwise, our buddy Ben saying, What did I miss in the show? Slop is looking better than ever, aka you, Derek. <laughs> and then we have uh Je Jeff Stenberg saying all the plays are overs. Slop and respect it. Not sure about dollar general slop, though. So you're getting hated on by half the chat and loved by the other half. <laughs> Uh, Dollar General, excuse me. I mean, there are better ways to shop than that. I, I, I might be at uh, least in Walmart. I mean, come on. You know I know. I, mean? I was fixing to say I might be the 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 bargain bin version of, of, but still, Dollar General. Damn, that hurts. Yeah, that's that's some heat there, Jeff. Uh, and this is the same guy who's, who's talking about punter props and you know field goal props in the chat <laughs> right now. So, uh, if you're wondering where that came from, that's uh, that's all, Jeff. Oh man, <laughs> punter props. Damn, well. I mean, that's not even D-Gen level, baby. That's that's a whole different type of sickness, man. Like, tackle props, I think, are D-Gen, but I love it because there's big edges. But punting props, I mean, we need to have a conversation. Whew. That's wild. I, I do bet those in the Super Bowl sometimes, but that's about it. Yeah, well, you ha you come out with your, what is it, like a, I mean, three-year, 30-page um yeah super bowl manifesto every year which is fantastic everybody if you're betting the super bowl you need to be re reading what connor's writing have to appreciate that appreciate it's literally the best betting guide and i'm not i'm not blowing smoke up your ass with this it's the best betting guide for the super bowl that that is out there yearly appreciate it appreciate it that's fantastic. Uh, it's free always free appreciate now it. i sit now i have to say something bad about connor because now I'll talk to you uh, for the show. It's not going to be hard. I promise. Just hit me up on the side. And <laughs> something. <clears throat> DMs, Noonan, now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Jeff's got, you know, field goal props for us, punter props. It's all really good. So, yeah. I mean, so McDuffie thing, like, look, we just need the guys to give up catches to get tackles. So, like, you know, I'm 
especially if you're a cornerback, like I don't need you to be in coverage. Nothing more frustrating than when your guy gets, you know, you, you bet a tackle over your, your cornerback gets targeted and he makes a play. It's like, just let him catch it and take him down. Like, we don't need you to be out here being Superman. You know, just let him catch it, take him down softly, gently to the ground. Let's go over and do it all again. So, all right. So I got a few, I got a few things here. Um, I got I got a few that I want to kind of toss out here and get you guys' thoughts on. Um, uh, I like there's going to be a nice one, I think, on Monday Night Football. I think we're going to be able to, to mess around with um, Jaden Reed and uh, Jalen Hyatt, uh, both to go 50-plus, which is – not a huge threshold. That's seven to one on DraftKings. Um, Reed's going to benefit from no Christian Watson. The Giants' pass defense has never been good. They've been really struggling of late. Reed's been really kind of fed a little bit more, especially against the blitz when Watson's out. And then Hyatt's career high routes, uh, targets per route run, and catches in the last game before the bye. So again, rookie should get a longer look. And this is a guy that can be. You know, he could play around with some of the inversely correlated single game or you know parlays too, because he could catch one or two balls for seventy yards, and those are a lot of fun. Two there that I like that is interesting. Debo Samuel, um, you know, look, Debo is going to probably cook the Seahawks, um, but he could cook the Seahawks in like a half, and we can get to a spot where um, you know he's you know really not necessarily involved very heavily in the second half. And he actually did this last week. You can go Debo under four and a half receptions. Over a hundred total yards, uh, so that's going to combine some of the rushing too. That is Ooh. fifteen. Oh, just two legs. He's just got him. They're to make it a move, baby. I'm feeling some things right now, man. Like that's <laughs> that's nice, man. I catch four balls, take one of the house for like sixty yards or whatnot. Get a couple of carries, you know, buckle five total yards and, and four balls, and all of a sudden we're fifteen one. We're cooking with gas with Debo. So it's probably probably my favorite of the bunch. Uh, I like the confirmation bias here with the reaction of these guys too. Um, and one more, I, I want to do something with this guy. And I don't know, like part of it is I kind of want to play his longest reception. And man, we have had some absolutely tilting half hook losses here on like longest, no matter what it's been of late. So I'm part of it is like, I'm a, I'm a little bit scarred here. Corlin Sutton um, longest reception is over 21 and a half yards. Minus 120. He's done it in six straight. Um, and now we get the Chargers trash pass defense. Russ, we know, is checkdowns and moon balls. Um, and Sutton's average that the target has really spiked over the last couple of weeks. Uh, something like four yards per target um, over like the last six games. He's basically just running goal routes right now. Um, you could do under four and a half receptions, over 70 yards, uh, and nine to one for Cortland Sutton. So that one's pretty interesting to me. And again, I like the longest reception too, because he just keeps doing it every week. Like, and not like just barely, he's like 45, 30. Like he is like comfortably going over this one. So those are kind of some of the looks that I have here. Any thoughts there, Connor? Uh, no, we had a question. What book was the 15 to one? I thought DK, right? Uh, yes, for the Debo yeah, Samuel DK. one. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't think I'll be able to get too much down there, but I like the combined look versus just the receiving look because I think he's going to be used a little bit in the, the running game as well here again. So, um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. It'll pretty consistently three, the, four carries the last couple of games. Yeah. And if we're going to go off the page, you're bringing up the, the Packers and Giants, something I was looking into. I'm going to add to the primer uh, with the assumption that Christian Watson is out. I'm taking the overs and, and looking at anytime touchdown lines for Dontavian Wicks, man. 
Um, looking at the Giants, they have been immensely man coverage heavy. And when again, I'm poking holes and like talking about people talking about man coverage at 20%. I mean, they're running it at almost half of their snaps. So it, it is actionable. But you look at what the Packers have done. Christian Watson, the, the ups and downs he's had has not only been like Jordan Love struggling with the deep ball and stuff, it's also been who they're playing. Is it single high versus two high? Is it man coverage versus zone? And where they're going with all these targets and stuff. But Giants, we know, are going to run a crap ton of man coverage. Dontavian Wicks, and the reason I want to bring him up here is because he is, if you look down, uh, he's got a 29% target per route run rate against man coverage. That is amongst guys that are actually running a lot of routes on the team at second behind only Christian Watson. So he's going to take over that single high man coverage role from Christian Watson, who I think is going to definitely be out this week. He's already said as much. So if you want to add some single game parlays to what uh, Noonan was talking about, Jane Reed, things like that, it's definitely in play, man. And I don't think a lot of people are going to be uh, betting Wicks lines this week. Love it. We'll add uh, Xavier McKinney tackles in there too. We're just absolutely cooking oh, the gas. Man, love it. Love it. Yeah. So, all right, that's a spice section. We'll now, like, for the people, just simmer it down a little bit. We maybe pour ourselves a cup of decaf. We'll get into a little bit more of, you know, the things that everyone can handle here. If you were hanging out with us live in the chat, don't forget to jump in there. Uh, questions, thoughts, plays that you like, uh, anything you want to kick it to us, we'll get to as many, and we look like we're trending to have some time here. Uh, Connor, uh, third play for you here for week 14. Okay, so... There's one, two things. I found a play midstream that I've been waiting on based on some Ooh. practice reports. Oh. I got a bonus bet. So I got a bonus bet. So do we want right. one of them is an over, one of them is an under. I'll leave it up to you guys. Do you want the over first or the under first? And I'll, I'll once we go back around, I'll give you the, the last one anyway. So yeah, you like, break it up because then I, because I feel like, you know, this is the part coming up where I have to do too much talking. We start to do defensive stuff. So you yeah. can kind of break up the monotony of just hearing from me for. 10 minutes for sure so uh yeah. so which one do you want which i'll deeper i'll let you decide the over or the under first well i'm not gonna let uh noonan be the undertaker here let's hit the over first all right let's do it let's do it all right so i'm gonna go with jamal williams over 21 and a half rushing yards oh Taysom hill did not practice again today is almost certainly out rashid shaheed three dnps kendry miller already Ooh. announced out um Derek carr still in concussion protocol it seems like so we're getting james winston against the panthers run defense with no other competition, like who's going to carry the ball? Just Kamara and J like Jamal Williams. Andrew Miller ain't going to play. He hasn't been. Yeah, he's not. He's out. He, they just announced him out, oh. like literally mid show. So that's why I'm like, I love this. It, right. So I'm like, okay, well, I mean, he's going to see like seven to 10 carries probably. They ran the ball like 30 times last week and they were losing by 20 points basically the entire game. I mean, th they're going to run the ball, the piss out of the ball. Like this is just going to be. Crazy. So I know I've, I've gotten burned on some backup running back overs lately, but the process has been right. As long as they don't fall in a hole like 20 points, even if they do, I think they'll still get there, honestly. So what's it at right um, now, Connor? Um 21 rushing yards right now. No, no, no. What what do you see in the juice at? Like what what's it at? Like minus uh, 110 DK. Uh, I'm telling 20. you right now, that thing is gonna get steamed probably. Like whenever that news gets hit, I mean, don't y'all see that kind of going to what minus one thirty, minus one forty when people get yeah, the news I mean, I think it not be... playing. Yeah, I think it should be higher because, I mean, Taysom Hill had 13 carries last week. Yeah. I mean, oh, well, the, the Saints yeah. offense is broken, dude. I can tell you I've watched too many freaking snaps of that offense. Like, they don't have an idea of what they want to do with the ball. Like, they they, they literally got down and just decided we're just going to turtle and run the ball the entire freaking game because they were like, well, nothing else is working. I guess we're going to do that. So they're probably going to go right back to that this week. I love this, man. That's a really good bet. I was looking for his uh, – he looked 
Like he was running. I mean, Max is telling us Darren is running quicksand last week. Jamal looks like he was running quicksand last week. I, I'm like, at first I saw him run. I'm like, who is that? I'm like, oh no. <laughs> Touchdowns hit him hard last year. He's, he's you know, party in the offseason. But again, like volume at this point, 21 is not a very high threshold. And that was a go back. This is a, a way better one, you know. Did you sick pups bet the over on Dearness rushing yards like I did in that I game? Did, yeah. Oh, yeah, I gosh. did too. Now, now I will say, having watched that game, Dearness didn't have a freaking chance, man. Like on his carries, they were in the backfield. Like there was one that Mike Hilton like blew him up, but like he oh, barely yeah. had just gotten the freaking ball and lost like seven yards. Like he didn't have a freaking chance. So, in your defense, Connor, I was with you on that. It felt like a good bet. I would make it again. I mean, I would they, make it like, again. They, they didn't run the ball like at all. Like they were decided not to run the ball. And then Jake Browning decides he's going to be like a legit quarterback in the NFL. Like it was like everything that could have gone wrong basically went wrong, honestly. So happens. That was like my whole week last week. So, you know, whatever. we're here, we're back. I'm still back. firing on the same shit that we're going to win on this time. <laughs> Hi, D bro. Connor's rubbing his two, his final $2 together. Uh, for the yeah. week. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh. What you got for us, buddy? Bring us, uh, bring us home with uh, your your last one here for week fourteen. It doesn't have to be your last one, but your last one here. We're gonna start firing rapid fire after this. Why? What? What? What are we doing with Khalil Shakir's receiving yard um, line? I, I don't really understand why it's sitting at thirty one and a half. Um, bet this or whatever book is convenient to you because it's minus one ten, minus one fifteen at almost every book. I mean. I, the highest it is is, is one to minus one twenty five at points bet, but I don't understand what we're doing here. And I, I know we talked about Trent McDuffie earlier. I'll get to him in a second, but Shakir has hit this line in oh, let me see, five of his last six games. We're talking about high total game shootout game script, as well as Kansas City uh, over the last since week week eight has given up the third most PPR points per target to slot wide receivers. He's going to get usage. Uh, he's also been extremely effect effective versus too high. I talked about how much Kansas City runs that 2.8 yards per route run. He's second on the team in deep targets versus too high, right behind Gabe Davis. So talked about Gabe Davis crushing deep. Shakir's going to do the same freaking thing, man. I I just don't really understand why this line is the way it is. I get the volatility with Shakir, but even his floor over the last few weeks has shown itself to be higher than that. So I mean. Tell me if I'm missing something here, guys, because I, I don't see it. So, I mean, the worry is Dawson Knox because Shakir's usage was like ratcheted Do we up even know Dawson if he's Knox definitely going to play, though? Yeah, so that's the thing is there's two factors where I would think that they're overcompensating for this, like to, to your point, is that I don't think Dawson – I mean, Dawson Knox is not a sure thing to play, number one. Two, if he does play, Joe Brady's offensive coordinator now, the time when we were seeing before when we were seeing a lot of Dawson Knox was with the previous coach. Like, I mean – Joe Brady's cooking right now. I mean, 34, 32 points in two games. I mean, like, things are going well. Like, I, I just don't think that they're going to plug Dawson Knox back in and crush it. But that's your only, like, risk, like, systemic risk, I think, in that whole thing. But I think that alter in play, I think that, like, if this game gets hot, like, it's, you know, it's he could easily hit 40, 50-plus here. Well, and the other thing about Trent McDuffie, we talked about him earlier, since week nine, that he started off the season playing out of his mind. He was one of the best nickels in the game. Um, over the last few weeks, and I could I could extend this back further, but since week nine, so over his last four games, 80% catch rate, 133 pass rating in his coverage, two receiving touchdowns. So there's so many different ways where like I, I could talk myself into the over for that because 
even if the volume is limited, we're talking about he's got to get mid-30 receiving yards. He can get that on one deep target. Yeah, it's actually probably even, because I'm with you, and it might be an overreaction. It might be a really nice live look. Uh, If we start to get a sense of, like, what's happening out there, you might have to take a little bit of a bigger number on Shakir, which I think is totally within the range of outcomes if he's going to have fairly similar usage than what we've you know, what we've seen heading into uh, the last couple of weeks. So, yeah, I uh, I think I kind of agree that it is probably an overreaction and maybe a little bit more than – maybe a little bit over-adjusted comparatively to what we could see here. So I like it. It's just a game that you want to have access to, right? So Yeah, I mean, I, I think that there's so many parts and pieces, and we talked about Josh, Josh Allen's back being against the wall. The Bills are absolutely – like, I think they're going to crush the, the the Chiefs in this one. I mean, I think it's – Mahomes is only outs in this game. Now, like Pacheco's out, Bill's run defense is better. I mean, really, who who's he going to in this game? Rasheed Rice, Kelsey. If they don't come away with big games, like Casey's gonna get stomped in this game. It's gonna be an interesting game. I think it's gonna have massive, uh, massive effect to the rest of the AFC playoff picture. I think that Steelers loss was really impactful for the Bills, too. Uh yeah, I'm uh... hilarious to think about that, right? how bad the Steelers are and their losses impactful for the Bills who like, I just, I mean, I think are so much better than, you know, the Steelers. It sucks. We need to get the Bills in the playoffs. Can we we also say like the Steelers, like I would be surprised if they even got to the playoffs at this point. Like I, I don't see it happening. They just lost to the Patriots, man. You know how embarrassing that is? I mean, yeesh. I know, man. Patriots wins. Golly. And we keep, keep seeing them for the next few weeks. Mm, Bailey's happy. Unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Where's Slop? I need a fellow master. Newton's gonna go pour a drink right now. Yeah, it's tough, <laughs> tough scene. All right, the last one that I have here: uh, regular parlays, offensive parlays uh, for you, uh, basic bitches who just like the offensive stuff. We'll kick it out here for you. Um, look, I know this isn't for everyone. This is not everyone's flavor. Not everyone likes you know high uh, alpha receivers going over. Give me CD Lamb over seven and a half receptions in this game against the Eagles. Connor, I already kind of touched on it in the same game parlay. There's just not a scenario, regardless of how you think this game plays out. And you can go through all the iterations and walk through game script and all those things. I, I don't see a scenario where CD Lamb isn't absolutely peppered with targets. Uh, you basically need a situation where the Eagles like have the ball for 40 of the 60 minutes. I think that's the only time that this is in jeopardy. That just doesn't seem to be who the Eagles are right now. Um, so I, I just – Swift, I don't think, is a, is not a threat to miss the game. But he's dinged up a little bit. We know that Jalen Hurts isn't running with the same uh, type of pep as he was last year. It's just kind of a different Eagles squad. So CD is going to get uh, a ton of targets. Teams are passing the second highest rate in the league in neutral scripts against the Eagles anyway, so teams default that way. We saw Dallas in the first meeting drop back on 76% of their snaps. That was a one-score game. It's 10% higher than any other game this season, and we've seen the shift since week seven, their bye week. At that time, the Cowboys were negative 2.1 pass rate over expectation, 20th in the league. They were leaning run heavy. Since week eight, they lead the league in pass rate over expectation. CD has 14 or more targets and 11 or more receptions in four of those six games. Those are huge numbers. Not even, we're not even close to the prop line here. We're talking about 11 or more in four of six. We're getting plus money or basically even odds at this point to get CD to get to, you know, eight balls. So the Eagles secondary does not have any answers. I think you can also play, I went back and forth. Um, I think you can also play over 95 and a half combined rushing and receiving. 
His reception line is like 90 and a half, 92 and a half in some books, but he has at least one rushing attempt in five of the past six. Uh, he ran for twice for, for 30 yards against Seattle last week. Um, so I think that gives you like another out here because we feel like if he's going to crush here, this reception number, I'm not super worried about taking on five extra yards of risk uh, when I might be able to get like, you know, a 14 yard, 12 yard rush out of it too. So um, if you want to go 150 yards plus five to one, you want him to catch 10 balls again on Caesars plus 270. Absolutely love CD in the spot, D bro. Uh, poke a hole in this for me if you can. I can't, man. I I love every. I'm I'm look. I'm drinking the same Kool Aid. I love everything you're talking here, man. Like CD Lamb has been getting fed. I threw it out there a few weeks ago. I was like, CD's just the new Devontae Adams for McCarthy, man. Like he's getting fed. He's playing all over the freaking, um, all over the formation, and they don't have an answer for him. Like the Eagles do not have a good answer for CD Lamb or any of these wide receivers. Like. The, the, this entire – I haven't really understood what the hell the Eagles have been trying to do. Like, Desai, I feel like all year has gotten too cute. It's like you took a system – and I'm not the biggest Gannon believer, but you took a system where super zone coverage heavy because, oh, my Lord, like Bradbury and Slay are really freaking good. And now they're running all this man coverage and things. And and you put man cover like you put Bradbury and Slay on islands versus CeeDee Lamb, he's going to torch them. So, you know, give me all the uh, overs. Um I don't, I don't know who's man in the comments here, but good Lord, Jeff's comment in the chat just had me rolling, dude. Like, that shit got me. Like, as soon as he threw it in there, I was like, somebody got to toss this up on the screen. I'm, <laughs> I'm dying, man. I'm dying. Yeah, last week, Jeff pointed out that I looked like the uh, lead from Sandlots, uh, the kid with the, I forget his name, um, you know, the, the main character. Sam Lot Sal put up some uh, graphics for us there last week. <laughs> it was a good, it's a good shout out. I, I think I do have some uh, some young Sam Lot vibes. So you do. You need to put Jeff. a snake on your face, man. You got the black eye. I mean, you could definitely pull it off for Halloween. I could pull it off. Yeah, need to think yeah. about it a little bit. Nice. Yeah, no, Jeff, you're you know you're a, a rare bird here. You know, you're in there giving us kicking uh, punts. You know, you're you're my of my ilk. You know, you're, this is we are similar kin. So you know. Yeah, Noonan's having a hard time keeping it together on the show because he can't he can't stop tailing all the punting props that are getting tossed into the chat here. <laughs> uh, I love it. I love it. Uh, I do. It's my it's my stuff. Right, you go where you know the grass is lightly mowed. You find an edge over there, and you just kind of you know you lay in there, and you make snow angels, and you wait for everyone else to kind of come over and figure it out. So that's what we're doing. Uh, Connor, do you want me to do some defensive stuff, or do you want to give the other one? Whatever, uh, whatever you're feeling, Why you go go some defensive stuff here. I mean, I'm it's an under, so I'm gonna be throwing a wet blanket on everyone's, you know, mm. over party yeah. at this point. So, uh, yeah, yeah, we can, okay. yeah, we, yeah. Uh, sacks went really well last week. Um, and we're gonna go back with some great sack looks this week that I absolutely love. These are really hard. I don't make these official plays for subscribers in our Discord though. On Sunday mornings, I you know get a little bit more formal and sharing. The only reason they don't do that is just because there's not enough outs for people, unfortunately. Like DraftKings typically has these. They have them early. Um, FanDuel will get involved a little bit, but we just don't have enough outs. But there's a few. If you have access to DraftKings, some great looks. Some of these aren't out yet. Um, actually, none of the ones that I have before we started the show are out. But these are going to be looks that I like here. Uh, Khalil Mack, great spot for Khalil Mack. Um, on brand, 44.4. Percent of the sacks versus Denver this year have come off the edge. Uh, that is the second highest rate in the league. Russ has been sacked 36 times this year, fourth most in the league. Khalil Mack has been like prime Khalil Mack. You're probably going to have to pay like, you know, 0.75 uh, 
for like you're gonna need a full sack from Khalil, but that's a great spot for him to do it here. Um, that one's gonna be a look for me. The rest of these are probably gonna be a quarter sack. Uh, basically, you only need these guys to get a half a sack, though. We might have a full sack for Rashad Gary. Also can go Preston Smith uh, for the Packers here to get a sack in this game. Tommy DeVito has taken the eighth most sacks in the league this season. He's played in five games. He's taken the eighth most sacks in the league. He is a pressure to sack rate. And again, for context, if you were just not new, kind of new to the stat, we talked about it a lot this year. Uh, upper 20s percent uh, pressure to sack rate is really high. Uh, Daniel Jones is the only quarterback, starting quarterback in the league with the pressure to sack rate above 30, 31.5%. Tommy DeVito has a 47.5% pressure to sack rate. Tommy does not have, like, right, like he's fun and all these things. He is not standing in there fighting off pressure. He is folding like a cheap shirt when he feels that pressure. We're going to get a Rashawn Gary or a Preston Smith uh, sack plus money. We're going to get plus money for a quarter sack on Preston Smith. He's going to get a half sack in this game. Great look. Absolutely love it. Gary will pay a little bit more, but he's been absolutely killing it this year. Love that spot for the Packers off the edge. And then the last one, we're going to go with uh, Will Anderson, who is trying to make his way for defensive player of the year. You can also go Jonathan Grenard, who has been outstanding. Actually has um, kind of worse underlying metrics than Anderson, but like more than twice the sacks. Grenard has nine sacks in the season. The Jets have allowed the fourth, uh, I'm sorry, the well, at least four sacks in six of the last seven games, uh, the average of five per game. Uh, and only Sam Howell and Bryce Young have taken more sacks than young Zach Wilson has this season. Uh, made the reference the other day on the game-by-game uh, -game preview. Zach Wilson likes sacks like he likes his mom's best friends. He is going to be taking some this week, going down four to five times. Uh, hey, look, four for four. We're not as corporate as uh, fantasy pros, D-Bro, okay? So we can, we can toss that stuff out there. Uh, he, he is going down. <laughs> one of Zach's mom's friends is right in front of him. Uh, that's, oh, it's, shit, that man went there. Oh, he went there. Yeah. <laughs> one of those days. Oh, my so, God. Those are my oh, sacks. Oh, my God. Uh, I'll come back with some tackle thoughts when Connor's done with his, uh, his under here. Sweet. Yeah, I'm going to fire this off. I know we got to wrap this sucker up. So we're going to go with Jacoby Myers under three and a half receptions here. A couple factors working in our favor. Um, AOC and the Raiders have seen increased volume against the Dolphins and Chiefs. But playing catch up, and I think this was going to be a close one here against the Vikings. Vikings blitz at one of the highest rates in the league. They play zone a ton, like over 75% of the time. With O'Connell at quarterback, Myers just 12% target share against the blitz. Against zone coverage, just 14% target share on routes run. Uh, with AOC under center entirely, his target rate dropped from 26% to 14.5%. So you have all these different factors here. In three of five of his starts, Myers has exactly two receptions. And the other ones he blew up because, again, they're playing catch-up. They're throwing the ball a ton here. So, again, in a game where I don't expect that to happen with multiple matchup disadvantages, uh, I think that this is a great spot here. And that Devontae Adams against the Blitz has been like a target hog. Like he's been their first three target share is crazy. Like ever, all the stats there are wild. And I was looking to play the over there, but that's like minus 150 at five and a half. If I get to six and a half, maybe I'd prefer to play like a seven plus at like alt money there. But Jacoby Myers under three and a half receptions I think is a pretty good look. I like it. I like it there. I'm going to give people one tackle, and then we'll get some questions because I know we got a hard out here. Uh, this tackle play is not available yet. I'm usually very hesitant to do this because what happens is, is we appreciate it. You guys tune in, and then sometimes there's a chance maybe you get to the tackle prop before I do, and then maybe I have to pay a little bit more of a steeper price because I gave it out here on the show. I do not care what this line opens out at. 
I am betting Foyer Luakon over tackles in this game against the Browns this week. Browns offense leads the league in place per game this season, due in large part to how awesome the defense is at home against whether it's CJ Beathard or a beat up, um, you know, Trevor Lawrence. I just don't care. It's really hard to envision a game script where Cleveland's defense is staying on the field for long, long drives. Um, 69.7 tackle opportunities per game. That is most in the league, 13% above league average. Linebackers, the most in the league against Cleveland as well. Uh, and then an advantageous scorekeeper. They have handed out an assist on 48.2% of the visiting team's tackle opportunities. That is 5% more than the league average. So we're getting three extra boosts on top of the typical baseline projection here for Luakon. Um, His baseline projection is 10.3. I mean, I have to adjust my projection in some spots because it was so high. Um, I really don't care what, it's, what it comes in at. I'm taking over on Luakon this week when it comes out. Probably 10.5, maybe 11.5. I, I don't care. Uh, absolutely smash it this week. So uh, love that one. Uh, you want more tackles? Subscribe, get in the chat, and we are continuing to fire on those. So, Connor, you want to jump through some uh, things here in the chat before we go? Yeah, so I think uh, we got a little time extension here. but uh, So I'm going to kick it to Debro first here for uh, another alternate over that he had before we get to the chat, uh, if you want to go for it there. Mm, Dude, I, it. I love Tower Lockett this week. I love him so freaking much. I, I don't – I think that – and I know people don't, are not going to love Tower Lockett and they're probably not going to love what I have to say, but just – Hang with me. Ride with me here for a second. Strap in the seatbelt. Let's go for a nice little joy ride. Because if you look at what Tyler Lockett's done, and again, going back to coverage data and stuff, since week 12 and the 49ers losing uh, Hafunga and like their safeties and stuff like that, they've utilized too high at the seventh highest rate. Since week eight, and all of these guys are integrated into the offense. Again, I know talking about smaller samples, but looking at the ecosystems that these teams are operating in the receiver roles are currently. So since week eight, Tyler Lockett against too high has a team leading 45% air yard share. So he, they're going to see that on at least almost 60% of their defensive snap or their offensive snaps. He has 1.9 yards per route run, a team leading 29% first read share. So he's going to get fed, man. And the thing about that also I want to bring up here is that do you, do you see Tower Lockett on the injury report? Oh, that's right. First week off of it for the basically the entire freaking season. He's not on the injury report. We've seen DK dancing around big games. He just had his blow-up game. JSN just had his pseudo-breakout game. Tower Lockett's going to have himself a freaking week, guys, and I'm looking at his alt lines, and I'm just I'm staring at them in loving life. Like, over 58 and a half, plus 135. 68 and a half, plus 210. You want to go for 88 and a half, which... Healthy Tower Lockett plus five hundred. Shit, sign me up, man. I like that. I like that a little bit. It's a little spicy. I like the uh, I like the alts there, Connor. Any thoughts off the top with uh, with Lockett? No, I'm I'm interested in it. I've I've been debating uh, on some Geno attempts as well. Uh, depending on how this injury report shakes up, with uh, Charbonnet and Kenneth Walker both potentially out. If even one if of they them play, is, they'll throw. Yeah, them. like even if they play, they're probably gonna have to throw a ton and they're not gonna be 100 Like, I can't imagine a world where they're going like super run heavy with those guys at this point. So, I think there's gonna be a ton of volume. Lockett's probably gonna benefit. Um, so yeah, it's I, I like it. I like it. I like it. Let's get through the chat. Um, let's do it. Good ones in here. Yeah, we got uh, Sam Wagman, D bro. Uh, you know, calling you out there. Love Sam. Uh, shout love out to Sam. Sam. I love swags. Great. Always got to give props to swags. 
hundred percent. And then, you know what? We got a little, little segment here, Jeff's kicker and punter prop. So we got Cairo Santos over one and a half field goals. We got Dustin Hopkins over one and a half field goals, plus 120. Texans Jets over nine and a half total punts. Actually like that a lot because it's going to be rainy. It's going to be wet. <laughs> they should have set that line higher. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that, that might be a first half line, honestly. So, uh, <laughs> it's, you know, <laughs> um, we got some interesting uh, Sean McDermott uh, jokes in the chat. We know that the Bills will have great communication this week. Uh, not good. Two highs. How McDermott starts his pump up speeches to his team. Jeez, oh, it's getting wild geez. out here. Um, uh, yeah, so this is it got going. Tyler, Norland's going to feed Kamara disgusting amount, huh? Yeah, I think that Kamara's going to see probably 15 carries and Jamal's probably going to see seven to 10. So I think all those are in play here. Um, Tyler, again, read everything Connor writes. I think I just started this one because I'm in charge of the chat. So, you know, shout out to Tyler. Appreciate you there. Um, <laughs> uh, too many nice things about Connor on one freaking show. Ugh. Yeah, it looks like five and a half carries is uh, Williams line, dude. And uh, if you're more inclined to take that, I think that's a good one too for Jamal. Um, what do you, I'm interested, Derek, what do you think of the CEH McKinnon split here? Um, CEH should be ahead, but like, I don't really think they're going to run him a ton, right? Like uh, they're probably just going to pass like a, a bunch. I think they're going to pass a ton, man. Like right now, um, I'll see if I can pull it up real fast, but um the the best way i think probably to bet that and i don't even know if it's opened yet with the news and stuff but if we get unless y'all are seeing it already like what, what's mckinnon's receiving yards line because that is probably the way that i, I want to play this because i just don't see like one the bills run defense has been better over the last few weeks they were swiss cheese to begin the year um i don't see a mckinnon line out there if y'all do but i'm um, yeah 17 and a half i'm seeing receiving uh, yards um, give me the over give me the yeah. over because <laughs> We know that CEH is not going to garner a lot of the snap share. Like, say, like, okay, he takes over the early down role. What's he going to play? Like, you're hoping 50% of the snaps? Like, McKinnon could be the guy. And if Andy Reid, like, you don't really have to twist his arm uh, that much to want to throw the ball even more. I think it's the the McKinnon receiving yardage line that I want to go over on. And Connor's play on uh... – Mahomes attempts early in the week is uh, a nice look too. Looking better. Oh, yeah, man. it was like oh, what, what did it open at? Thirty-four and a half. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's really low. I mean, he's gonna have like forty. Yeah, like I think it's it's think, gonna get goosed up now. It will. Yeah. yeah. Right. I mean, it should be because that was the whole thing. It was like two back-to-back DNPs for Pacheco. I'm like, and the Bills' run defense was good. Like you mentioned, they've been playing really well. Their pass defense has been playing not so well. So, um, yeah, I think that's. I would still play to thirty-five and a half for what it's worth if uh, that's still out there for some reason. Um, we talked about Jeff, um, who's calling Noonan basic. Uh, it's funny. Uh, we got Noonan is Michael Gallup washed up or what? Any thoughts there? I think, yeah. yes, uh, right? He's yeah. a jag, he <laughs> has been a jag for most of his career. The thing that people don't want to understand or, or come to grips with is he's been this dude outside of like one good season. You look at every metric for Michael Gallup, it's not just the injuries, he's always been that guy. Yeah, what did he? What did he? Did he tear his ACL or something like? What was it, like two years ago? Maybe it was. Uh, it was. Yeah, a bad he came injury. back. Came back from the ACL last year. But if you look at his ancillary metrics, like he's a guy that's lived in that like that wide receiver three, like one point two to one point four yards per route run, where you're like, like so him losing snaps to Tolbert doesn't surprise me at all this year. Yeah. No, that's. Uh... Yeah, no, not at all. I mean, I just don't think he was very good. That was the weirdest contract I've ever, like, why did they give him a contract for that? I don't know. It's just 
Dallas doing Dallas things. Why'd they give Zeke a massive contract? Who knows? Jerry does Jerry things. They take oh, away the my. checkbook from Jerry these days. They're like, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> I got to throw this one up there. Jeff Semberg, y'all should run a Josh Giddy parlay. All running backs rush for under 18 yards. That is just tough. <laughs> that is tough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, it's really good. Know. That's really good, Jeff. That's that's yeah. that's good yeah. content. It's good stuff. Oh man, uh, Kate Auden, uh, bounced back in a good match against the Falcons, overs and all slow key. Yeah, and no, I think so. Line is only 23 and a half. He had like four or five catches last time. Falcons allowing the most uh targets to opposing tight ends in the league. Um, I do worry that it'll be a Chris Godwin day because they've been talking him up like non stop and like you know, his wife's bitching on Instagram and shit now. And like, you know, once you get the wives involved, I feel like it's like you know. It's kind of over, you know? That game is a low-key shootout, too. Like, the, just the defensive injuries in that entire game, like, the Bucks are banged up. Atlanta might be without their two top starting starting corners. Like, A.J. Terrell might not play. Akuda's got an, uh, an ankle injury. Like, I kind of like that game uh, to shoot out, honestly. Yeah, uh, Clark played the over for us this week on that, too. And, yeah, we'd, first time they met, you had, like, three fumbles inside the five. Like, that game is, not, I don't think, indicative of what we should expect here. So, yeah, like that call. Yeah, uh, Jeff did not like the, the touchdown Tommy uh, slander there. Um, ben, he's a spicy who's meatball. Coming with, who's coming with Tommy <laughs> touchdown? Is that even, like, an approved nickname? Like, I've heard – Tommy no, E, I've heard Tommy Cutlets. Like, I feel like we're just we're kind of kind of making some things up here now, Jeff. <laughs> oh, You're getting it too deep into the sauce. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, ben says Denver is looking to air it out. I like this. I was assuming he was talking about uh, your Corlin Sutton longest uh, props there. Ben is also a Denver guy, uh, and I think we've been trying to get in some Marvin Mims stuff for the entire season, and doesn't seem to work out unfortunately i know marvin mims just seems like a pipe dream at this point i'll, I'll give you something ben um give me the overs for javante williams i think this game could get flipped um the chargers are just they're a shit show right now man let's just call it for what it is and if denver's playing in positive game script i think this could be uh like javante i'll i'm gonna look up and see what his anytime touchdown is after this because he's got zero rushing touchdowns it's gonna regress guys i think it comes this week we got like I think 15 and a half is the carry number. I looked at that a little bit too. Um I already hit the I over thought, for the carries. Yep. Okay. I thought about doing a uh messing around with a over carries under yards on him because there's just like there's been no explosives at all. Like that's not happened. So like you might Agreed. get fed volume. You might be able to like parlay it up into hit the over carries under rushing yards and get the anytime in there. I mean it's let's let's live life, Lennon. Come on, let's live. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Nick, um, absolutely in his bag on this uh, Sean McDermott stuff here. Oh, my God. Just keeps going. It builds the oh, win by 9-11. I mean, Jesus. This is – I I can't even gonna, touch that, Nick. This is getting worse and worse. Oh, man. Uh, buzzer beater, thoughts on Kieran Williams' attempts? It's like 15 and a half. Over. Uh, yeah, I think over. I mean, as long as the game stays over. remotely close, like, I mean, they're just going to run the piss out of the ball. That game is going to be so sloppy, so wet. Like, I think Kieran's probably going to see more than that. The only reason I haven't played it is because, like, I worry that the that the Ravens are just going to just suck the life out of the clock and just like you know murder it. So um, I worry about volume props in that sense, but definitely normal game script. I lean over for a guy like Kieran. Um, Devito's mom's gonna come after you, Ryan. She's a mean Italian. <laughs> nice. Uh, and then Dallas Goddard, Noonan, any Dallas Goddard takes off the injury report officially. Um, maybe an SGP leg there. I don't know. Thoughts. 
They're pretty low. Um, any thoughts yeah. on Because this is where I think your brain probably goes to is like, oh, hey, how can I pivot on Devonta Smith unders? Um, but I don't think this is a game you necessarily want to because Devonta Smith, we've seen a pretty clear spike in his work with Goddard on and off the fields. I'm starting, you know, you're like, you know, just smashing we, over. We, um, we want to bring up any other uh, lines that don't make freaking sense. Tell me how in the hell Chuba Hubbard gets 25 carries and Chuba Hubbard's line opens at 13 and a half this week. Um, I, I put two units on it just now. Like I was like minus 120. Uh, I like free money. Y'all like free money. Come on. <laughs> Yeah, he's been seeing 13 like and a half. Work. Like he's still splitting work and he's had I, that that line is makes no sense to me. Can y'all, can y'all make some sense out of that? Because I I saw it and I was like, oh, my Lord, what have you done? <laughs> it's it's yeah, interesting because yeah, it <clears throat> it's 14 and a half on FanDuel, but 12 and a half or 13 and a half on DK or Caesars. If I crazy where you look and I'm seeing I mean, we haven't projected for I guess our blended projections have been like 15 carries which makes a ton of sense i mean it's just going to be a boring game with a lot of running and like you know saints run defenses has just they've they've taken a vacation they're like nah we got better things to do it's all good yeah 74 percent of the uh, attempts last week for chuba which is a nice little spike after being been around high 40s uh, a couple weeks prior with miles sanders getting involved a little bit more but no 74 24 split uh, last week. So yeah, definitely, uh, definitely a nice look for sure. It's just one of those lines. Like as soon as I saw it, when I started going through uh, stuff on betting pros, I was like, all right, putting in my bets and stuff. I'm like, hi, like I get it. If you're just using projections from the last like four to five weeks, but I mean, like there's too many spots where he's had the starters run 19, 15, 16, um, even like you want to throw out the 25 and say it's the outlier, but okay. The week before that 14, like, his game logs are littered with overs. Yeah, 100%. Jeff, Jeff in the chat is just... Uh... Yeah, I think we got to stop putting these up here. We're going to get canceled. Oh, Dalton Schultz ruled out just now. Um, that is interesting. Yeah. I'm curious where they're going to open Brevin Jordan's lines because... Um, I think Brevin Jordan could see a heavy work day um, with Stroud staying away from the outside corners for the Jets. So I'll, I'll be chasing the overs for him. Um, definitely. I've been waiting for them to open lines. And can we, can y'all stop being cowards books? Like, pl- please, please open me up. <laughs> Give me some Elijah Moore lines to bet. I, I need it in my life. That 21 and a half A dot last week is screaming at me, baby. Come on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, some serious prayer yards though in that one. Like some very uncatchable. Uh, you know. Oh, I know. I, I'm just chasing well, A dot there. I, it, yeah. we, we can pray. We can pray about a lot of things, oh, yeah. Noonan, but the, but the A dot was real. <laughs> no, we touched. We touched on it last week. You know, they've they've touched tips probably at some point, and there's something to be said for, you know, the chemistry there. You don't want to. <laughs> oh my god! I that one of my nose. You want to account for that? Most projection systems aren't accounting for that. Like I don't know how you, you know. No, there's no shower narratives unless they got the footage. Um, what you know is, man. I mean, you know, things get wild. TMZ, notwithstanding. Oh my god, dying. All right. Oh, that is so good. Have we officially gone off the rails yet? Or we? we, Yeah, no, we're good. We're we're way off the rails. I think time is what we do. Uh, we we talked about sword matches. We've talked about. Terrible McDermott jokes. I mean, it's it's been a wild one, boys. Oof. Oh, man. Hmm. I feel responsible. That's okay. Uh, it's good stuff. I feel you, you're bro. responsible, but it makes me feel alive, okay? 
we uh, are again uh, appreciative of your time. I know you're a busy guy. I know you got a lot, you know, dad responsibilities, writing responsibilities, a million shows a week, all that stuff. We appreciate it. Let everyone know again where they can find you, find your content, uh, and make sure that they catch what you're doing on a weekly basis. Oh man, much love, guys. Again, uh, to the best in the game. Uh, when Connor reaches out and asks me to come on a show, it's not a yes or no. It's usually a okay, what time? So no way in hell I was gonna miss this. Um. So yeah, man. Like, much love and shout out to y'all. I uh, love everything y'all are doing over four for four with everybody, TJ and the entire crew, man. Uh, but yeah, as far as all my my stuff. Uh, primers out every Thursday. Uh, you check me out on, uh, any of the, the fantasy pro shows, uh, throughout the week. I do some betting pro stuff too, as well. Primer gets updated on Friday. And if anything else comes out on Saturday, I mean, literally it's a living, breathing organism. So as soon as updates come out on injuries and things like that, I, I get in here and sit down and start typing up stuff and make sure people have updated info. So, um, check it out uh, over fantasypros.com and yeah, man, much love. Big shout out to you guys. You know, I love you guys. Yeah, appreciate that. I feel like you said that. Think that's an important piece too of content. A lot of content is submitted and dead. You know, the primer is something you can go back and get updated information to as the week evolves. Injury reports are a big thing here on Friday. Uh, we get some of that information on Saturdays and stuff too. Go back and uh, circle back and check out the primer. Good stuff as always. Uh, we appreciate it. We should have slot back next week. Uh, but again, you know, the ball was raised deep, bro. You know, so we got to make sure slot continues to keep it going here this week. So we appreciate everyone hanging out with us. Don't forget to hit us with a thumbs up, subscribe to the channel before you take off. Uh, and come back. We'll do it all again next week. Wednesdays, again, game previews Friday for props. So for D bro and Connor, I'm Ryan. We'll see y'all next time. Thanks everybody. <laughs>